0: Welcome, welcome to the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the seed to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... Travel to Ithaca, New York. Home to Cornell University. It also has the highest percentage of workers who... Walk to work. Seventeen percent of their workers walk to work. Also, home to Alex Haley, the Roots author, and Vladimir Nabokov, Nabokov, the Lolita author, and most importantly, home to Frederick
1: Boucher. And I'm the owner and winemaker of Port of New York Winery.
0: As you could probably guess, Frederick is from France. So just a little uh, background on uh, France. They produce 7 to 8 billion gallons of wine uh, per year. And going back even further, the Catholic Church at one time was the largest vineyard owner in France. However, in 1860, France was plagued with wine maladies. They hadn't quite perfected the winemaking And so they declared it a national crisis in 1860. So they called in Louis Pasteur. Yes, the same man who perfected pasteurization. And in 1866, his essay studies on wine became the foundation of modern winemaking. He had saved France's wine industry. So that brings us up to Mr. Boucher and his family history.
1: So it started by my great-grandfather in 1919. And that was in France. In Normandy. So basically, my great grandfather and his family had vineyards in Bordeaux, which is yet another region and a true wine region. But he moved to Normandy in 1919 because his wife was from there. And when he moved there, he realized there was no wine in Normandy. Was not a wine region, so he saw the opportunity and brought in some of their table
0: wine. Just to put it in kind of context, how big is wine intertwined in the culture at that time?
1: So, in Normandy, nobody drank wine or very few people because there was no access to it. So, they were drinking hard cider and the distilled spirit from hard cider called Calvados. And so, he uh, brought in the wines and he brought in wines from everywhere in, from France and he then bottled them under his name under our name and then that's what we would sell so he was one of the very first person to uh, sell entire French wine cellars to hotels and restaurants in the region
0: they were loving this There was a huge step up from cider to to what oh, he was sure. producing
1: for sure and it was really high end uh, because uh you could uh, I mean at that time you could get amazing wine for not much money and uh, restaurants also uh, were doing custom labels for a few restaurants and bookings. wow so that was quite amazing
0: yeah you think about 1919 in the in the technology and just what they were dealing with at the time you think. <laughs> Oh yeah, I
1: mean, we would print 50 labels, for instance. You know?
0: 50 different and, uh, labels.
1: That, that's it. At the time, uh, you know, it was not a problem. Everything was done by hand. A small quantities was not an issue. But at any rate, this winery ultimately did not turn out to be, uh, to survive because the laws changed drastically as far as the appellation from region to region. In fact, the idea of bringing wine from all non- the regions from France, in your own location, age them, bottle them under your own name, is now completely illegal. We saw that going well before. I mean, all the appellation like Champagne and all that. So basically, although it was extremely successful until uh, the mid 70s, it was clear. Uh, I was there. Um, I left in 70. 70- Nine, I went to study in Paris, and at that at that point, it was clear that there was no future of that winery. Mm. So eventually, it was sold in 1990.
0: So it was sold in 1990, and then Frederick and his wife. What happened next? We'll find out in part two in our conversation with Frederick Boucher of Ports of Wine, New York. If you'd like to get a visual of what the winery is all about? Go to Ports of New York dot com. Oh yes now it is time for our listener voicemail question does wine go bad
1: wine does expire but it strongly depends on its quality if it's a quality one it can be stored even for a hundred years and after opening it'll be of great quality
0: well thank you for your question suri it's good to know that if you open up a bottle of wine it could last up to a hundred years i wish other things lasted that long after opening thank you for listening i'm forrest kelly This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by IHISM. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure.